welcome, welcome, and for a third time, welcome. This is the Thursday preview for the 2018 Cheltenham Festival. That introduction, of course, stolen from Scroobius Pip of the Distraction Pieces podcast. You should download now. Um, but we're going to focus on horse racing. Tell people to download different podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great podcast. Uh, this is, of course, uh, the... The St. Patrick's Day, I believe, uh, is, is how it's titled and advertised yes. by the Cheltenham Festival people. Uh, it features uh, the Ryanair and the Stairs. Yeah, we still can't decide which is the actual feature race of the day. No. I think... We had a big argument. For tradition's sake, we'll, we'll go with the Stairs. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, Wrong. I don't, I don't give a flying <laughs> fuck. Um, uh, but we're going to start with the JLT. The uh, novices chase starts us off. Fagan, you look like you're about to sneeze, so I thought I'll come to you. Um, if Monolly turns up in this, I think he wins. Um, I've got in my notes, he's worth backing, Don and Robert. Now, anything's bigger than four, but I don't think there is anything anymore because over the past couple of days mm. with so the ground as well and the, and the rumours and stuff, thinking that he might have <laughs> won. Um, but I do think he'd be. He'd probably be shorter than the threes as well if, if he did put in here. He's got invitation only beat on that flow gas form. And I just, as I said before, when we were talking about the RSA, I just think the, the JLT suits him. Um, this would be the race for him. I've backed Modus in this race uh, each way a couple of weeks ago because the, um, the race just always looked like one of them that will cut up. But he, he doesn't seem to be much value now at about market price of about 7 to 1. I think he'll be there about, but uh, I'd be surprised if he won. I think someone will beat him. Uh, I do like invitation only. He will be my main bet if Monley doesn't run. But if Monley runs, I think he'll be tough to beat. Uh, I took a bit of the non and old bet what I could get uh, in different places, but I, I haven't had much on. But uh, yeah, Monley would be a strong fancy in this if he, if he did run, although it's looking more likely he'll run the RSA. Uh, invitation only would be tough to beat so no massive prices in this no massive views just okay. just the obvious really and uh, one thing I will mention now about <coughs> invitation only is uh, Willie Mullins does have a really good record in the race he's won four out of the seven runnings um, so invitation only he's got an obvious obvious chance in it like. yeah Rob where where where'd you land yeah I completely agree about Monoly as well the point we made that was made earlier about uh, Davy Russell as well. I know No Feely's a quality jock, but if if Monoly was to go here, I mean Davy Russell would be freed up to ride him and present him Percy. So whether the connections of Monoly are thinking about that as well is is a possible. I just think his style of running is a lot more suited to a JLT. He can just go out front and jump away like. His beginner's chase victory over any second now and his winning the flow gas with two superb rounds of jumping over this kind of trip. I think he'd be really suited to it. Uh, at bigger prices... Uh, it's hard, yeah, it's hard, to see, hard to see much really figuring at a big double-figure price. I suppose you could argue Ken Boy has a, has a chance at a big price on the basis of his... Fifth in the Neptune, and he's jumped really well so far in his two starts over fences. And uh, from England, Big Mart's been an absolute revelation over fences as well. Jumped superbly, uh, went down by a short head to Duke of Navan last time out of Doncaster. Lost nothing in defeat there for me. Uh, and I think he's interested in being stepped up, having been exclusively campaigned over two miles this season. I think the move to step him up another four furlongs is actually quite a shrewd one looks like he'll be uh, one to have on, on, side, on, of this, side. on side of this about 16 to 1 okay so we're, yeah we had Kemboy and Big Mart um, as the outside bets there obviously both both in favour of Monoli at the head of the betting Barnes are you are you with them on Monoli or well yeah you so I've been betting without knowing if he's running because it, it's 
it's wide open if he doesn't run, but I think he would be a solid favourite. Like like Fagan said, it's worth backing him non running no but I mean I'd still say three seven to two is a lot bigger than what it's he's fair, got. Yeah, off, it's like. definitely bigger. It's definitely just, a fair place. It's just hard when you've seen it slowly go everywhere. Yeah, of course. But it's still yeah. a good it's still a good bet. Like I think it would probably go off about twos, wouldn't it? If the one I'd give a shout to is a, an old favourite of mine. We backed him for the oh, article. Finian Tusker. He's at the uh, wind up. And uh, the race is just falling apart. It just looks so winnable now. Um, it's quite it's quite a streaky yard, isn't it, Cesar? And I'd see how his supporters are going the first two days, but... Um, he's not a bad horse, is he? That's what I mean. He don't, yeah, he don't he, he's, he's, quality, yeah he's, he's got quality. And if you're going to take a chance, price, he's, he's a decent enough yeah, price. Isn't he? I wouldn't back him each way, like, because could easily blow out. But I, I think if Monolith doesn't run, he's definitely the most talented horse in the race, so... I don't know, what, would far off. Huh? what would you put forward ahead? What? As he, the most talented horse? Yeah, you didn't seem to agree with that. Well, he's just been it. On what, he, on what he's done, he's, he's done similar levels of form to Modus or something like that, hasn't he? Yeah, Modus is actually, yeah. He's a, he's a very talented Modus player. is one of them because he's gone through the handicap, so he's got yeah. a little bit underrated, but he's, he's, he runs to a solid level and he, well, and he jumps well enough. I just started jumped, jumping really well, yeah, actually. Like, it's really taken well. him a while to he's, get. Really well what do you guys time. think of Benatar? I think he'd come here now, yeah? He's the same. Yeah, I think, I think that sounded likely, yeah. I, yeah I, quite like, I quite like the horse. Really, yeah. like I mean, he's, he's done nothing wrong. Oscar, he? so. Yeah, I, I think on that on that Ascot form, he, um, wasn't Finian's giving him giving him a bit of weight, and he like, yeah. acted like a pig the whole time. Yeah. Still, <laughs> still only got beat to short head, giving him five pound. I, I think even Finian's after after everything he's done this season should be beating should be beating Benetton. Like. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. We had a couple of big prices there. Already a, a good start to Thursday's proceedings. Brown and I were moving on to the Potemps Network final. It's a handicap hurdle. Uh, and this is one that Martin Fagan fans should be excited for because he is the handicap hurdle guru de gurus. Putting a lot of pressure on me. Yes. But it surely is. Deservedly so. It's his boy, Glenlow. Yeah. So. Uh, we mentioned LeBroyle earlier in the Call Cuff. Um, he was one of the ones at the start of the season in our preview podcast, whatever we called it. I mentioned and Glenlow was another one who's been on my list handicappers to follow uh, we've backed him possibly every start this this year and um, he's just always looked like a well handicapped horse um, what, what price are we getting about Glenlow Glenlow 9-1 yeah, no, and uh, Louis Vac Pouch is 10-1 to one. sort it out 14s he just he seems who dares wins oh sorry mate next in the bed. I thought there was nothing else in the race was there <laughs> <laughs> nothing else what else is going to run <laughs> there is nothing else in the race just kind of um, <laughs> nah he, he seems like he's been plotted up for this race he was actually entered in the race last year but he he didn't get in I think he was only rated about 125 to 130-ish at this time last year um, he was third last time at Leopard Town Luke Dempsey wasn't overly hard on him uh, once he made him into contention round in the bend, um, he didn't really ask him for Everton. And I think if he really wanted to get closer to the front two, he, he could have. Um, Gordon entered him in, in a handicap hurdle at Huntington back in January with a view to seeing his mark. He got 137 and he just kept him off since that, and that's the mark he's, he's got now. He did the same with the storyteller last year. Like oh. a, a deliberate plot to, to to get his mark, and he's done the same with Glenlaw. He's 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 far, so it's obvious to everyone now. But um, I still think he's a decent enough price at nines tens. He's a full brother to Alfie Sheridan, who won at the festival. He won the ultimate on decent ground, so decent ground wouldn't be a worry. Uh, wouldn't surprise me either if Gordon opted for some sort of headgear, first time headgear in the race. Uh, the other one I like in the race is another JP's. Um, Rob actually put me onto this. And he, he, he Rob will definitely be talking about yeah, it. Yeah, he'll get a mention. Sort it out. Uh, I'll let Rob give all the reasons for that in a minute. Surely <laughs> you'll yeah, let Rob sort it out. Yeah, carry, carry on. Glenn Long was sorted out for the, the main two for me. Um, sorted out was just a massive eye catcher, wasn't he, last time? Barry Certainly was. Barry yeah. didn't give him the hardest of that. Well, he had to have a little word with him and he absolutely flew home at the finish. I think he almost looked and thought, shit, am I going to come in the first six here? Well, yeah, he had to qualify, <laughs> didn't he? And he was like, he was trying to just finish deep in the back, like fifth or sixth, but he's, he's also gave him a couple of cracks and he sprinted home. He looks 
He's also one that's got form of the track, hasn't he? He came second. Yeah, well, he came second, second in the county. county. And that was, I know it was an eight-led second, but it was Wicklow Brave off a marker 138, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so. It's not a bad run, is it? Yeah. Um, he wanted he wanted to go down the cap hurdle over two and a half and punch down after that. Um, and this mark wouldn't be. Wouldn't it's not beyond him. Yeah, like, yeah, it's maybe a little bit disappointing. He's not off maybe 139, 138, but 141 looks workable anyway. Yeah, looks I think he's improved up to three miles too. There's a couple of more interesting ones in there, like uh, Steve said, Louis Pouch and things like that. But these have gone up. These have gone up quite a lot in the weight this season, and um, I just think Glenlow's. One three seven looks looks very 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 kind. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the way he's been campaigned, he could have easily came into this race off like one four five or something. So one three seven just looks like a great mark. I think Glenn Lowe will definitely be in the. Uh, I like it. Being the places, but it's just a training form, isn't it? Like with with pops, it's, it's a really. Short I just think he, he's gone up. He's gone up a lot. If you do, if you like that Louis Vac pouch form line, I'd much rather back. The John Joe horse in the Forza race. Milano, yeah, yeah, I think he's yeah, he's, he's like got him. a better profile than yeah. him, and at the prices, I'd rather back him than well, that, uh, Yeah, Maurice. he's a bit bigger, isn't he? I'd give him a good shout at Forza Milan. Yeah. Okay. Glenn Lowe for me, and and sort it sort it out as the, the two JPs, but I'm I'm massively stronger on on Glenn Lowe. Okay. I can't uh, I can't ditch him after all of all the time I've been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Com- more or less completely with what you've said. <laughs> like I don't have much to add. Well, I've got a bigger price and I wanted to back him for this race last year, but he actually got balloted out. Um, Dad's in trouble. Uh, he um, went chasing this season and it didn't work out for him. So uh, he ran in a qualifier the other day, um, middle of February. Right, he looked the winner, but um, just ran out of gas on the ground. And, uh, he, he finished f- fifth of eight and qualified for the race because the top six qualified. He um, he's an out and out stay. He wants good ground, and that form of his uh, three mile race at uh, Aintree last year, he got beat by um, Fountains Windfall and no comment. Uh, no Hasselhoff was in oh, fourth. That was a really good race, mm-hmm. and I think he might just be a bit overlooked at the price. Well, plus I, think, I think the conditions of the race will suit him. He ran really well in the Martin Pike last year, but it just wasn't far enough for him. I think he finished about ninth in the end. Okay, and what price we're getting about a dozen shot? Thirty-three to one. Thirty-three to one. Lovely. Yeah, and horses who have been chasing and it's not worked out for them have got a good record in this race, I guess because they protected their handicap mark throughout the year and a bit of double carpet. Superb. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. So yeah. Glenlow, Glenlow, and sort it out. Dad's in, yeah, in trouble. We've got the drive cast lads. Easy. Yeah. Oh, by the bollocks. Right. Uh, on to the second race of the day. It is oh, sorry, the third race of the day. Yeah. The second race, yeah. of course, is the potatoes. It is now the probably it's the race of the day that features the highest prize money. Uh, it's been bumped up this year by the man who does all the airplane stuff. Um, <clears throat> it's the Ryanair Chase. Uh, Rob, who wins the Ryanair? Hang well, on, Rob. Brown Eye, who should, who's favourite for the Ryanair? Apologies. Under sale. Close enough. Under sale. Under sale. Oh. At what price? It's two to one currently, or nine to four, sorry, inflated. Uh, waiting patiently, uh, seven to two, and top notch, seven to one. Okay, and Rob? Apologies. Well, if, if waiting patiently. Were to run in this race, which yes. is looking increasingly unlikely. Rob's favourite Yeah, yeah. I think he would have a he would have a good chance. I understand people arguing that the horse may be not suited quite as well to the test of gentlemen. The undulations seems to have done all his all his winning on well best performance is probably going right handed on flat tracks. So I understand them wanting to wait for the King George. Uh, the favourite looks solid as well. He's put up two decent performances this season uh, to prefer, prepare him to defend his title in this race. And you wouldn't bet against him really repeating that effort. Uh, and if there is cut in the ground, which looks a possibility, it gives him an even better chance, I would say. Uh, I suppose on the race at Ascot last time, Q card might have a, a squeak if he goes here, but yeah, the, the favourite looks solid. Top notch, disappointed. 
Uh, at Ascot. I'd say underscore is very solid favourite in terms of anything at a bigger price that might have a chance. I could maybe see sub-lieutenant or something Ooh. pulling out a, a performance of a lifetime really to, to get into a place. A horse of a lifetime. Sorry. Can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just a bit upset. Waiting patiently isn't running. Yeah, that's all it is. Sounds sad. Um, yeah, understandable. Q card, I would say. Slight preference for him as the main danger to Undersaw at the moment. Okay. Um, but as again, it's one of those races where it would be it will cut up. It would be somewhat of a fairy tale story. Would you say for Q card, who's a Cheltenham veteran, or a veteran in all senses? Of the word, yeah. and certainly one of the fan favourites, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I know, I know. Connections have always wanted to win the Gold Cup, but they've, in my view, sensibly given up yeah. on that project because yeah. he just won't see out of the trip. This is the race for him, and it sounds like he won't be. He'll be retired after the end of the season, so they've given him the best chance to go out on a high yeah. jump. So that's, yeah, that's ideal for him. Fantastic, uh, Barnes, the Ryanair. Um, I think Underso is vulnerable for a number of reasons. Um, right <laughs> are you, are you okay? Yeah, I think Underso is vulnerable. There's nothing to take him on with. I mean, he's 10 now. I don't, I don't really know if he wants to go this far. The ground might be too fast for him. And last year's race was really poor. But um, this one is as well. And I, I, Just looking down the list, there's, there's nothing that I really... Would be confident. I'd, I'd love to see York Hill run here, and I'd definitely give him a shout if he ran here. Just back him at a good price. Does Cloudy Dream go? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Cloudy Dream comes in. He's interesting for an each way, but he couldn't win it, could he? Like, he's yeah, he doesn't hard like, enough. He doesn't, okay. like, he doesn't like winning races. And what about <laughs> Jack Adam? Uh, he goes to Gold Cup. Goes to Gold Cup. I'd, I'd back him if he came here, but yeah? he's not going to come here. Okay. But give him a good chance. You can only get 16 to one, 16 to 1 non runner. Well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a great bet, but it's, 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 it's a very just, big it's price. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a big price. Okay. He looked a bit short to his old form, doesn't he, this year? Um, he looked a bit less than what he was. Yeah, yeah. But the, the last the last one was really good, what? and he, he just ran out. Uh, well, I, I don't know if he ran out of gas or didn't have a toe. You never know with him, do you? Like, I just think he's a level below what he used to be this year. He doesn't look the same, of course. Probably. I suppose if it dries out, you could give God's own a chance. I was going to ask about God's own. 40, 40 to 1, 33 to 1. About God's own. Is he not? I think he's going to the championship. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, we've, we've heard a lot about Nothing Balco de Flo, haven't we? But, um, Nothing for you? Yeah, I don't really know what Balco de Flo's done to earn the quote of six or seven yeah. to one, really. But yeah. it's the one run with Road to Respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with Barnes in a way. I look at the race and I try and get one to so beat, but then you look and think, what are you, what are you backing against them? So, uh, again, no bet race, another no bet race. Okay. Like this. That's fun. We'll just count on Williams from Glenlow in the uh, yeah. in the bar afterwards. <laughs> I've yeah. Rob waiting patiently. He's shitting if he runs, but yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Stick, I'll stick to yeah, that. Yeah, I think he's. Probably, I, I just think he's the best. Though. I think he's up and coming. And he's, mm-hmm. he's if if it's announced, it. so I know we're doing this again with a, a, a 10, 11 days before the festival. But if it's announced, say tomorrow, the waiting patiently confirms goes to this race. Is he favourite for the race? I don't Probably think it's not with the bookies. Probably not. Right. It would be my. So this is what you say. So you 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 both think that yeah, he wins if he goes. I agree with them for so I think Undersoul has plateaued. Probably. He's probably been underrated throughout his career. Undersoul. He's been well placed. Yeah. What good horses has he ever beat? Like. He got beat by Fox Norton over two, and two's well too short for Fox Norton. I'd say. Fox Norton. He's been really well placed and he's won some mascot at uh, Clarence Houses and won a pretty poor arc, I think. Indeed. Okay. On to the second feature, the whatever we may call it, the uh, Stayers Hurdle. Brown, this is one of the more open races of the whole festival in terms of sort of bigger names but no massive favourite. There's certainly bigger names because I've heard of these. Oh, that's good. So, Excellent. That's you to get involved. So... Um, Super Sunday at four to one, uh, Yanworth and Sam Spinner at five to one, uh, Penhill tens, Lamy Serge Bacardi's the new one twelves. You know what I mean, Harry fourteen. You know what I mean, Harry. Mm. Last year's odds-on favourite. 
You know what I mean, Churchy? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's tough one to call, isn't it, Fagan? Uh, no. I don't like. I don't like Super Sunday at the price. He's after the price since he beat Fourteen over a mile shorter at Leicester, which has no bearing on this race at Cheltenham. Um, he's a doubtful spare for me in a strongly run three mile over any on any ground. Never mind if it's going to be a little bit soft. Sam Spinner, yeah, fair enough. I can see why he's there. He was impressive when he won the long walk with Ascot. Yeah. Um, he won that really well, and he'll get out there and get jumping. But he's got no Cheltenham experience, so he's not for me. Um, at the ones at the front end of the market, I quite, I think Yanworth's quite solid. Um, I do think the three miles is is his trip. He holds Super Sunday on the entry form, and he's much more a guaranteed stayer than Super Sunday is. Um, he's also a bit like when I said before about Booba Derby in the perfect champion champion loss. I think Jan Wirth looks very suited to be in the perfect uh, stairs in loss. He travels well, um, like with, within himself. And then when he's asked when he's asked to battle quick enough and battle, he he, he gets on with it. Um, yeah, I think I'm not massively strong on him. But he's he'll definitely be thereabouts, and I'd rather back him at five than say Super Sunday at four or Sam Spinner at five. Uh, my main bet in this in this race was and probably still will be, uh, Bacardi's. He's had a worse prep for the race than Jan Wirth has, but I just love this horse. I just can't get away from. He's always looked like a three mile hurdler. He's always looked like the type of horse to me that would wants this trip at Cheltenham and um, apparently everything you hear from the Mullins yard is that they love Penhill um, and he's working really well but that that doesn't surprise me because Penhill was a flat horse and I expect him to probably put better work in than what Bacardi's was uh, does, I don't think Bacardi's probably ever does any good work at home because he, he's never fucking number one the two great ones he won last year he was third or fourth string with Patrick mm-hmm. Mullins on so the the negative or not massively positive vibes about Bacardi's wouldn't really put me off. Um, and I, and I expect them to probably be second string. I think Ruby will probably ride Penhill and we'll probably have um, Townend on Bacardi's. If that is the case, he'll probably be 16s, 14, 16 on the day and, and that'll, be, that'll be big enough to take me in again. I can't, I can't be overly confident on him because he has had the terrible prep running in two chases and falling last time out. Um, it's just the fact that he comes to life in the spring um, and I've always thought of him as a proper thorough stair who, who is suited to the stairs. And yeah, I, I like Bacardi, but he hasn't exactly had the best the best prep for this. And I wish he had because I'd be fucking massively strong on him, but I just can't be with the prep he's had. But, you know, yeah, he's, really, he's, really Mullen, he's really Mullen, so... Okay. He could he could shock you. I mean, I, to be honest, I, the, the 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 what what the fuck is here is, is Bacardi's runs a good ish race and then comes on for it and goes to Aintree or Punchestown and then puts in a proper performance. Mm-hmm. But um, if he wants to drift to a bigger price again, I go in again. But I am aware of the audience. Very good, Rob. Yeah, completely agree about Super Sunday. Uh, if the race. How I see it being run with Sam Spinner going out front and setting a really strong gallop, and it turns into a prop. It would almost be very similar to a kind of Albert Bartlett, just completely attritional pest. Yeah. I don't see Super Sunday quite seeing it out properly uh, over three miles. You might run a similar race to remember was it Jeski last year? Oh, yeah, yeah travel really well. well, well and they completely like there's, loads of, there's loads of these, and then in the States, go back, going back through the years, there's always loads that look like mm-hmm. they're gonna shit in, and then you just don't. Oscar whiskey. Sam Spin is one I've been really impressed with. How uh, how it got beat that day when Court Minstrel won more. Of that, of that mark. <laughs> you, you never know. Because I put Court Minstrel. Put in a. <laughs> Fantastic performance at Haydock to win what's was the fixed brush hurdle. Looks to handle all the all ground conditions. Stays all day. And what really impressed me with his uh, grade 
Was it grade one or grade two win? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's grade one, isn't it? Yeah. It, the, Is the, it? the way he finds the pressure, I know he's up against the absolute dog of all dogs in Lammy Surge. What? But, <laughs> uh, and I think the relationship he stuck up with his jockey as well is a, is a, is a positive. Uh, they, you need to, the jockey needs to trust the horse to keep finding in this kind of race, and I think Sam Spinner will do that. That being said, five to one about a horse that was four, five times that price not that long ago uh, isn't that attractive. He does look solid, and if it drifts on the day, you'd be interested. Uh, outside of them, if you like last year's, if you like Monolith, you've got to be have a be interested in Penhill. Uh, just purely on the basis of actually watching back that Albert Bartlett from last season, you see how easily he won the race. Uh, and if he is first choice, he probably will shorten. So if you, if you fancy that at tenth, uh, I think that's quite fair, even though it's off a long break. But yeah. Uh, Sam Spinner, the most solid option for me in this race. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And Barnes to complete the stairs. Uh, well, first of all, I totally agree with these guys about Super Sunday. We we all think it's going to be a non-stayer, but uh, it doesn't seem to be an issue that's been discussed. Too, the, pra- the, pra- the price that he is now is reflective of his win over two miles. Yeah. And, yeah. and he went from sevens to threes after that, and I was like... It's a very special horse that can win an Irish champion hurdle and the stairs up because you can't yeah. be that good over both. It's sort of like no, you, you if you can, caught you can, a start, you can, you can, yeah, of course you can. If you caught a start, oh, you can be oh, amazing. Yeah. Of, oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They're top class horses. I don't think he's special to you on Sunday, but be interesting if Fourteen went to this, really. But it would be, yeah. yeah. Is that it's not even on the card? No, that's true. It's more or less impossible. It's yeah. not entered. Um, yeah, um, I've always thought this was Jan Musrate ever since seeing him against York Hill in the uh, Neptune. Um, he, he's full of class, and if, if you watch the entry rate from last year, he never wins really impressive, but he was really putting his head down and doing his best work at the end of the race, going away from Super Sunday. Um, I wanted to back him for the World Herbal after that race, and then Alan King came on the TV and said, oh, we're going chasing with him, which at the time I thought was a baffling move, and... He never looked adjacent to me, and it's, although he's he's won a decent race over fences, it's it's kind of turned out that way. Um, I I just think he's got to be there, and with it being a, f- a big field, I could see you getting four places on the day. If you can get around five to one, I think he's an amazing each way. But um, I respect Sam Spinner, but um, he's got so much to prove, hasn't he? He's never been to Cheltenham. He's he's, he's never really done it in the spring yet. It's all his best formed on. Uh, heavy um, soft ground and if, if if you think you know what I mean Harry's been out of form what has he actually beat other than the ultimate dog <laughs> as Rob called him he'll, he'll have great place chances here because the race will be run to suit and he'll creep into it let me search but um, very hard to see him win it um, I've heard on the uh, preview circuit that Harry's actually been to uh, Martinstown uh, do you know what I mean Harry and they're uh, expecting a big run so um, wouldn't rule him out but he is 10 years old now it's a big ask but I wouldn't put anyone back, off backing him each way at 14s or so um, like Fagan I think Picard is this is an ideal race for him but his uh, prep it's in a bit disappointing Far from yeah. 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 the thing Far is like, you could be looking at this if he would have ran in that Galmoy was it and he was going to run there and he was a non-runner because he had a nasal discharge if he'd have ran in there and just ran a promising race and come second yeah. behind Percy or something you'd be like oh Brilliant, go go to the stairs now. Perfect. Like big bucks won it. Won this after going chasing, falling a few times, won the cleave, and then yeah, and then came here. Yeah. All you want is you want want to see a nice prep. It kind of makes you a bit yeah, more confident about it. But it is Willie Mullins, and but you you'll get it in the price, and especially with moving yeah, on, so you'll get a massive yeah, win. If you would have ran well at the Galmore, you might have been eight. Yeah, yeah. Not running there, bad prep, and not Ruby on. You might get sixteen, and I'll st- I'll still have a go yeah. with that because. I'll definitely back him on the day. I, I is Janworth definitely, definitely, definitely going to stay the three miles on a fast run race at Cheltenham? Maybe, but I'm not 100% sure. Bacardi definitely, definitely stays me. I know he hasn't been three miles, yeah. but well, he yeah. screams, he screams there. I, th- I think it's, it's what he wants. It's just a bit of a bad prep. And, yeah. The more I talk about him, the closer he gets. He gets a stronger bet. You'd prefer, you'd prefer Janworth with a prep, but I mean... Again, five to one. I, 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 you could easily. He went a what two to one, five to two for the champion hurdle. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, and the Super Sunday and Sam Spinner, they're, they're good solid artists, but I don't think they're, they're top notches. And I do think he could be. Fair. So, I want one sh- sort of not necessarily sure bet, but your best bet for the race. Martin. Um, young way from Bacardi's. I need one. <laughs> uh, couple them too. No, no you're, allowed, you're, allowed, you're allowed to back one horse in this race. You um, need to pick between them. Bacardi's. Bacardi's. Rob. Uh, I'm going to stick with Sam Spinner to continue his okay. big progression and. Bounds. Carrying his winning. Run. At the current price, it's 5 and 12. I'd have to say Yamworth each way. Yamworth. But I, I think Bacardi's you'll get like maybe 20 to 1 on the day. Especially when only on Betfair. I, I think it's, it's, it's a really great um, chance to take. Okay. Fantastic. Um, actually, sorry, just before we move on, I know we sort of wrapped it up there and I'm tra- backtracking. Last year's second was Lil Rockefeller, 25 to 1. Any chance it repeats? Well, I don't know what the form's been like this year, but... Um, his form's form been very similar to what he's normally like. He, he's very in and out, but... He's one you couldn't rule out running a running a, a good race on the on the day. You, you can imagine him being yeah, there. Yeah, he, he could either be last or run yeah. a decent race and come second or third or something. He's looked a bit flat. He's looked flatter this year, hasn't he? Ran, ran okay last time over two and a quarter mile or something like that. Yeah, in the the national yeah. spirit. Standard prep for him. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to the. Brown advisory and the brown eye plate, Mary Bell, <laughs> Mary Bell, whatever it is, plate, the brown plate. Earlier compared to a NASCAR race. Indeed. Super Brown, who's at the head of this market? Uh, it's the crowd favourite Tully. It's Tully. It's David Bond's <laughs> nap of the year, twenty seventeen. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what a guy. Uh, Tully's. What price is Tully's for Tully's the brown plate? Eight to one. Eight to one. Uh, then we've got Patrick Park, uh, King Socks, the storyteller, all about tens. Um, last goodbye, 14. And Romanda Sunam, another, <laughs> another Machin special. Uh, Barnes, where are you uh, where are you aiming uh, in the brown plate? Um, well, you know I love to East, but um, he's a hold up horse, and you need a bit of love in running this. It's 8 1 looks short enough for me. He's got a fantastic chance, and his runs this year have been very promising, but he'd be short enough for me at this stage. Um, it's, a, it's a really hard race to find the winner of this one but uh, the last two years Giggingstown have had grade one horses in there uh, Empire of Dirt and uh, Road to Respect who both won very easily so my starting point was looking at the Giggingstown horses uh, that took me to Tombstone of Gordon Elliott so I've got no idea if he'll run here but his uh, mark for the race looks pretty handy he uh, went off a very well-backed favourite for the Coral Cup last year, uh, about four to one. So it was a race. Um, sorry, seventy-two. Seventy-two, was it? Yeah. yeah. Big difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a big difference. One of them long. Martin Fagan won't be on the Friday preview. <laughs> yeah. So everything went wrong for him. He was at the back in a race where he had to be at the front and. But, but his runs this courage this year have been very encouraging. Um, Basically, anything around that floor gas just wins, doesn't it? Is that what we're saying? Um, we like the floor gas form, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, well, it's, it's either got to be the strongest all, race of all time or the worst race of all time. They're going to be grade one autists, and like Snow Falcon and uh, Tombstone are coming out with marks in the high 140s, which has got to give them a massive chance, hasn't it? I think. Um, the other one I like is of Willie Mullins. He hasn't got a great record in festival handicap chases, isn't it? But <laughs> one he has that always gets smashed off the board is uh, Live Love Laugh. Um, yeah, he, he, he's got a mark of 139, I believe. Um, he ran over three miles last time, jumped amazingly, immaculately well, jumped really well, and always goes from the front. Um, but to me, clearly didn't stay the three miles last time. This could be ideal for him because if you're at the front in, in this race, you avoid all the trouble, anything falling in behind. And uh, I, th- I think if Ruby was up, you could see him going off a much shorter price than uh, 25s, I think he is at the moment. That was Live, Love, Laugh. Yeah. Yeah. 25s, Brian? Yeah. Yeah, mainly twenties if you want number in over. He he, he could really improve for the good ground as well because the best one of his career was a really good um, hurdle runner, Punchers Town, 
against, uh, it was third to open eagle. Oh, was that that, that handicap? Yeah, that handicap. Yeah, really well back for that, yeah. Um, what was second? Dream Berry. I think, yeah, Dream yeah. I think Dream Berry was second. I mean, after the after <laughs> next <laughs> Uh, one last one quickly. Go Cray Vale. He's about 33s. Um, he ran in York Hills JLT and he was bang there with them turning for him. He's going really well. I don't know if he'll get in this because I think he's rated 137. He's been very disappointing this term, but um, the last race he showed signs that he, he could be coming back. And this is the same course and distance as the JLT. They'll be very uh, interested in taking a chance on him. Kilcray Vale got run right? 33s only at Coral. Oh, good luck. Yeah, so, well done. Um, 20s, 20s or 25s. Okay. Um, um, Fagan, there's only about one or two left, actually, with an entry uh, to this race. An in-depth from an advisory yeah. point there. <laughs> <laughs> when Barnsley said that, we approached it first by looking at the kicking style ones, exactly the same thing I did, and I did like Tombstone. Um, as Barnsley said, he was all the rage last year for the Coral Cup. Uh, off a two pound higher mark than he is in on this over fences. He built like a chaser. Um, I expect like a big field, uh, big field, strong pace scenario to shoot him. And more likely than not, he'll probably have Davy on him, which is never a bad thing around Cheltenham. Uh, he, he, he could be a lot better than his mark. And around 20 to 1, is he? I think he, that, looks, that looks a bet. Tombstone. Um, 20s, yeah. 20s, yeah. Uh, yeah um, and then the only other, the other one in there I like, but he, he would have to have good ground or good to soft, is uh, Booth Royal, a uh, podcast. Oh, Booth uh, Royal, yeah. Podcast Booth Royal. Uh, he ran well in this race last year, off £3 higher, and um, I'd fancy him to go closer, it was decent ground. He bumped into one last year, um, great, uh, great, great one horse, basically, with all due respect, but ran a really good race. His festival record reads second, second, third. So he could be one for an each way bet and probably a top up in the place market. But yeah. that is providing. He often bumps into one. Providing yeah. decent ground. And I, I do give a lot, I give Sam Tristan Davis a lot of stick. We gave him balls of steel right last year. He gave him a really good ride around the inside. Yeah. So I've, I've always said he's a great jockey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> STD did, didn't do too bad there. <laughs> yeah. um, it all depends on ground. I'm quite, so, quite, quite fancy too. Stone. Ground doesn't really matter for him, but Boo Royal, he wants, wants decent ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Rob, finish off the, the brown plate for us, please. Uh, well, I'll uh, just, I'm looking at a progressive novice chaser in this. Uh, Trevor Hemmings owned Testify for Don McCain. Uh, it's a bit of a different angle because. I think he calls the close players. Yeah, I do. <laughs> there's part of me thinks it maybe does go with a novice handicap, but I just feel like <laughs> connect, always connect, like he's really connection, <laughs> Connections have won this race before with Carrick Boy a few years ago. Well, the owner has anyway, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him turn up here. Uh, done nothing wrong so far since sent chasing, and though he has the option of the novice handicap chase, uh, he'll be top weight in that, and I know it's a compressed handicap, but I think if they want to go for the race, it's more likely to win. Uh, I was very impressed with it step up in, uh, to two and a half miles last time out. Uh, I will really appreciate this race, I reckon, off a lower weight, and I think it would have a reasonable chance at about 16, 20 to 1. And that was test- testifying. Yeah. Testify. I don't know why I did, I've done that. It really sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic. That is the brown... Advisory and Merry Bell something plate. Yeah. What a, what a race. Uh, the Mayor's Novice is heard of. Lorena, move on. Lorena, I, is there not something to be said for Maria's benefit? No. Very impressive over a couple of runs <laughs> uh, that I've seen no. this year. The only she'll, she'll get the only, thing Maria's ben- the only thing Maria's benefit going to do is she's going to make Lorena look even more impressive. Going to set the race over. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. She's got a chance of holding on, but Lorena, it's hard to see past Lorena. Lorena looks a proper horse. She's really she's and huge as well. Yeah. What Alachik's done after that, I know she was, she was fucking well so, in in that handicap, but then she's ran a decent enough race behind Mary Devee, and it just goes to show. Fucking Lorena beat the one thirteen lengths, and she did it fucking effortlessly. Like mm. She won the same race that Lemony won. The vibes seemed, quite, the vibe seemed well. quite strong. And... Um, 
Yeah, she, she, like, I'd, I'd much rather back Lily <laughs> and even money than say some of the fabs we've we've talked about are odds on it in the like yeah, maybe like exactly. Sam, Sam Crow and even Apple's Jane. I know she's clear of them, but it's the it's the run. There's just less against her, isn't there? It's the layoff thing. Like this just looks just looks like a certainty. And I want Marie's benefit. I want Marie's benefit to run because otherwise she'd probably be on fucking four seven. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Lorena looks solid. I haven't backed her yet. I know Barnsley's snaffled a few prices. Um, I was slow there, but. Probably be you just can't see anything against her, really. Either, she looks quite solid, quite solid, even money shot, I think, for me. Okay, Maria's benefit has been impressive in what she's done, but I, she hasn't done it against much of anything. One well, thing I would say, if it, if it is genuine soft ground, she's got a lot, a lot better chance. Maria's yeah. benefit because she seems, she seems to like. She, she like battled really well against Irish Row, but it's it's like a one thirty five, one forty or Irish Row, and Lorena's a genuine one that wouldn't look out of place in the Supreme, is it? I think she fucking wins the Supreme. With the with the uh, with Possibly. the with the, with the, with the well. yeah. fair enough. Is there no big price each ways for? Um, nothing appeals to me. Um, you're gonna you're gonna lose your win part, so you might as well just be looking to uh, back, back it, it without without Marina if you like yeah. anything. Okay. I think she's solid. Yeah. Any any opposition role? No, no, no. no I completely <laughs> agree with that analysis. Uh-huh. On soft ground, it might be a bit closer. Yeah, but I still I, think. if it's soft. Oh. She, uh, Maria's benefit has, has a lot better chance. Um, I still don't think she'll be Lorena. She's so, she's very game when she battles, but I just think Lorena would probably just go That's past her. Like she's not even there. Then. Okay, balance. You you're happy with Lorena also? I, again, I think she's going to be about stone clear when all's said and done. So mm. she can she can have something go a little bit wrong and still probably win, like uh, Quivega did in a day. It's, it's it's just the way the mares races pan out, isn't it? Fair. Um, at what point are they going to name the mares hurdle after Quivega? Um, don't know. Should be done. Yeah, yeah. Really should. that's last mine. Yeah, good, uh, good yeah. input. Then. What, was the, what, was the, what was the first one? The first one you said? Yeah. I like Wicklow Graves colours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. I think I think Arctic fires. Well, they've already made that. Arctic fires. Well, I think. Yeah, they've already correct. made that. Punch yourself on the Cruvega. Oh, have they? Yeah, they've got something happening. Yeah. Yeah. That list of names. Precisely. I don't know. That was one. Yeah, the one. Oh, it was another one, Lorena. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the final, the, main, the, yeah. the final oh, race today is the Kim Muir. Oh, race of the first. Chase the shit. Kim Muir Challenge Cup. I think it's the full name. Um, have I ever played that? I don't know. Brown Eye. No, you're right, Chase. Give us the uh, the front runners. Give you the rundown. The head of market for the Kim Muir. Squatters. Perfect. Okay, so we've got Squeeter. <laughs> uh, top price seven to one. Um, with Maldini, um, eight to one. They're both really sixes, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, sugar, eight to one, yeah, Sugar Baron next at um, 14s, Pendra, 16s. Very good. Now, of course, Maldini was something that you fancied a lot last year, Fagan. Um, and as, as mentioned earlier, was given the uh, absolute nightmare of a ride by uh, Miss Katie Wolf. Yeah, it wasn't a finest though. Um, it's got an obvious chance on the same mark as it was last year. Um, yeah, obvious chance. I think it goes here now. Uh, it'd be interesting to see who they book because Katie's not riding it. Um, I think Nicky Anderson came out the other day and said Sugar Baron. He's booked Katie for Sugar Baron. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Codd will be on Scotter. And um, yeah, it'd just be interesting to see who they get on Maldini. I don't know who it'll be, but I'm guessing they've got someone good in mind. Um, I'm willing to. I'm willing to leave them to alone. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure Scotters are. Around three mile, left, or three mile season, this is. Um, and he just seems to be overbet and overrated every single time. So I'm willing to leave him alone. Uh, I can see the Maldini angle, but um, what now all the eight is gone. I feel like I've missed the boat. Uh, the one I, <laughs> the one I like in this is the young master. Uh, he's got a, he's he's got a solid record at Cheltenham over the last couple of years. Uh, last year he came sixth. In the Ultima, of 150, beating 20 lengths by own temperature. The year before that, he came third in the Ultima, beating 16 lengths by own temperature again, uh, off 149. He's now running in this, off a really low mark of 135, so a stone lower. Um, I just think he's got a really good chance. Um, He's had his chances in the ultimate, hasn't been hasn't been good enough, been dropped a lot. Yeah, comes into what is an easier race. 
and he'll have some really common on him who in the context of this race isn't the worst jockey to have uh, he's well handicapped he actually ran a decent race behind Falcon's windfall who was probably massively well in showed signs of decent runs this year on goodish good to soft ground I can see him going really really well and 20 to 1 seems very fair to me that's the young master who came second to Safford uh, uh, Safford <laughs> <laughs> Safford about three years well, ago another thing is well um, he got pulled up last time but since then Mullins said he's had a wind up and he's apparently working better than he's ever worked um, for Mullins so he, he seems he seems pretty strong on him it's just the the Cheltenham form and the jockey and the Massive, the £14 less than he had on it back uh, last mm. year. Well, <laughs> maybe not um, £14, but you know, don't matter. So, the young master at a price, but uh, yeah, Brian, 20, I just confirmed the price? 20s. Uh, 20s, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, I like the young master a lot, but I don't really have anything to add from Fagan. Sorry. <laughs> 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 after his detailed review. I didn't even have anything knocked down. It says, yeah, Kim, you're no better. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I must have printed this off before I, before I got on to that. Uh, one that's uh, quite interesting from the top of the weights is uh, the mare acting pieces for Pam Sly. Uh, she just got into this race of a mark of 145. Uh, again, jockey relationship. Uh, been having an amateur. She's not the best, but she's had an amateur rider in some good races and get some good wins out of her, Gina Andrews. Uh, she handles the track well enough. Uh, ran okay in the Mayor's Novice in 2016 and then uh, followed that up with a close second in a listed hurdle in the April meeting the same year. Uh, this season, uh, she's gone from strength to strength with a close fourth in the role in Merrick. Uh, the second in that race, Wakanda, since followed up in the Skybit Chase, which that race has been mentioned a couple of times already. Uh, and she had a good win on better ground at Ludlow in January, easily accounting for uh, some decent horses rated in the high to mid 130s like Albuson and Segal Success. I think you can still get 33 to 1 run on a no bet with Skybet and the 25 to 1 generally as well looks looks very fair for a progressive stay and chaser. Uh, I think think she would have a, a reasonable reasonable chance. And that is acting pieces. Acting pieces. Is that, is that you done that? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You're not going to mention your favourite horse? No? no, I'm not going to mention Bobby Weiss. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. More than assembly? No. That'd be a no. No. Don't sure. fancy him, really. Uh, they were, were going to go for the Fox Hunters, but he fell yeah, at the first fence right. and appointed the point. point. Is this wasn't the... Is there a religious... There's been money for more than assembly, like... It was like four I think it was just because this is now the only option. Ah, right. <laughs> okay. It's definitely not the had, final, was it? had <laughs> to qualify for the Fox Hunters by winning a point to point and it yeah. fell at the first. <laughs> I can't even check out Shrek who's by always entered. Yes. It's by yeah, he is, yeah. Com- oh, right, yeah, right. I, I, That's going to be my biggest factor. If we going in the ultimate, though, I would imagine. Oh, well, that will also be my biggest factor. <laughs> what an amazing horse. <laughs> Like, do, do you sort of take the piss out of that? I listened to that final film podcast the other day. Yeah, yeah but they're all cunts. 99% of it was them like, chatting absolute shite, and one part of it they were chatting shite about was they were massively having a roll by riders. They had like absolutely no chance in this race yeah. in the in the ultimate. He came fourth in it last year yeah. off the same mark he's run off this year. Oh, and well, the absolute race, hero. The race is... The race is nowhere near yeah. as strong as last year's race. Yeah. He, 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 he won't win. He but he's on the same mark. Byways will be one that he'll be forgotten about. He'll be thirty on the day. I won't be back having to win. Did he have a price on the get, hurdles? Well, if you can get a decent price, five or six places, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind backing yeah, him yeah, something like that. I think it's very. I thought they were taking the piss. I don't like it. Yeah, well, Prague's in a hurdle race as well, didn't he? Like, yeah, yeah. so he's got a P or zero next to his name, which puts people off as well. It was only just a prep. Horses that prep over hurdles in that ultimately have got a really good record as well, haven't they? Yeah. Horses that, because yeah, the Thames right. for two, was it? Used to go in the cleave. Yeah, yeah, um, in the cleave. Couple, couple more horses have done things like that, ran in the cleave. And then ben Sailor ran in the Rendlesham, didn't it? Well, that was more to just fucking keep, <laughs> keep his, his mouth up. Right. Keep okay. That is the Kim Muir. Best bet of the day, lads. Mike and Muros Church was a Hendra. Oh, oh, shit. Did I not ask? I thought, I thought we were going. Barnes, Bar- apologies, Barnes. Best bet of the Kim Muir view, Barnes. I'm going to give Hendra another chance in this. I love that yeah. the season revolves around it and he's got one of the best jockeys on. Okay. Um, I think he just idled in front. He, he got left in front a bit too soon last year and just 
kind of idled. When the loose horse went past, it's just a bit too late for him when he started getting going again. But you know you're going to get the best ride out of him, apart from Cod and um, Scutter. I'm going to back him running a double figure. As soon as he gets the double figures, because one wants to get past two and a half miles, he'll come on the bridle again and... Uh, He's going to win one one of these days, I think. Okay. So squatter in play, incredible <laughs> in play only bet. What, is that your? Is that your enough for the day? No, no, no. Squatter. That was like that a was the kid. Oh, uh, what, 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 what price? What price you back in squatter in play? I'm going to wait for him to get to like twelve or something when he's out the back, and then uh, I assume it'll happen. It won't definitely happen, but if if he's if he's out the back and he's got a lot to do. I wouldn't back him at the price he is now. But, uh, Fair enough. I, th- okay. I think he's going to rock up one of these days and just because of the way he runs he's going to be out the back and then he'll cruise into the race at some point. Well, everyone remember to tick keep on the, on that <laughs> one on the exchange. Uh, best bet of the day. Go on, Barnes. Follow, follow up with the best bet of the day. Yanworth. Yanworth to yes. win. Yanworth 5-1. to one. To win the Stairs. Stairs. Thank you. I mean, I know, but I'm just reminding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just making sure. Uh, Robert. Uh, well, I think it would be unfair to take Martin's per attempt selection away from him. Uh, so I am going to go for. Yeah, I really like Monoly in the JLT. But if he's not guaranteed to run, I will go for. Uh, yeah, acting pieces. Kim Yo. Acting pieces for the Kim Muir. Yeah, solid. Um, um Fagan. Uh, my best bet for the Thursday would be wait till the day and back Bacardi. Is that what I'm thinking? He's going to be 14 or 16, but for Trixie. Yeah. Thursday, Trixie purposes, because Barnaby's already put Yanworth uh, up, I'll say Glenn Low in the attempt. Glenn Low in the attempt. Fantastic. And I think we all agree. Lorena's a good thing. Yeah, Lorena, yes. It's all Lorena. I've shot in every bit you have on the day. <laughs> yeah. Kill yourself on Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to say, for the record, the judges' podcast and everyone associated with it wants you to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but yeah, remember calm, hashtag calm zone, if you do want to kill yourself. Speak, speak to them first. Um, uh, and you may want to after three days of Cheltenham. I know that usually I do. Uh, right, we'll be back with Friday. Um, well, you have to download the, the the fourth show, but in us, for us, it'll be about fifteen minutes. Huh?